Welcome to Art in the Open Podcast, where discussions are open and judgment closed. Yes, Hosted sir. by me, Jay Mackin. Safely Andre. Coach Cherry. And I'm just Jayco. And we are Welcome to another episode of Out in the Open Podcast. Yes, sir. Another yes. day, another dollar. We got yeah. a nice fella over here yes, that sir. um we we've been waiting for you, man. Okay. Honestly, we've been waiting to have this talk and conversation. And uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna let Jayco go ahead and introduce you, man. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um definitely been checking out your 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 music and everything <laughs> like that. Um and you know, you and the guitar, man, I'm liking it. Okay, but shit. today we just want to just, you know, want you to come and just kind of tell your story a little bit from the beginning and to like where you're at right now. So that's where we at. And um, I know Eve probably know you a little bit better. So right. yeah. yeah. she's already trying to fight you coming yeah. in here. Right. So. I know, man. I mean, I'm all about punctuality, but... um. <laughs> We've been there before. We've been I mean, like before. I said, no pressure. Like it is what it is. Life mm-hmm. happens. But um, yeah, I know Jojo a little like I I know of Jojo. Know me, yeah. No. Yes. So y'all, this is Jojo Rails. Yes, sir. Mm. Who is he? He's a guitar. What is it? Guitar? Is it guitar bass? player, producer, producer, keyboard man. player? Yeah. And he's part of a Record you, label called Our Feeling in Music. Okay, yes, there it okay. is. So go ahead and tell us about yourself. Right, so, that's, yeah. a lo- that's a loaded question right there. Hold on, man. How, how you doing, bro? That's I'm good, man. I'm going straight to the point. I'm going straight to the point. You think your friends would be like, hey, but how you been, man? Been a minute. No, like. Because when the last time you see me, Evil Lord. Actually, no, no, no. Said the whole even a minute since she's been on the podcast. Yeah, so. this is okay. my first time back. I feel you. So yeah, you know, I'm ready to get straight to the point. Yeah, I'm ready to get to the point. Okay. Yeah. No, but, uh, so no, first question I'll ask is like pretty much like, where are you from? Okay, so I'm from Philadelphia, but I moved to Florida when I was maybe Oh, you from Philly? Yeah, I'm from Philly, man. Oh. Born in Ista Hospital. Ooh. So, you know, that's where I'm from. Hey, so how was growing up in Philly? I don't remember. I ain't gonna cap. But I was just up north and it was freaking cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to watch my language. I ain't going to say that. But it's, it's nah, cold. Nah, you, you yeah, it's cold. Hard, bro. It is what it is. Uh, it's cold as fuck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. you know, bricks up there. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? I was not prepared for the weather. I'll tell you that. Okay. And I have no fur jacket. I would not know pox smoke, no nothing. But I'm telling you. And so. I yeah. But um, I moved down here when I was like, shit, like around the age of three. And I was living in Kissimmee. Okay. You know, um. My dad was doing real estate and different, you know, avenues. I call him the jack of all trades and mm-hmm. he's doing everything he can to take care of the family, but kind of just put music in the house. Okay. And um, gave me a, like a small acoustic guitar, a very small one. Mm-hmm. And um, he really taught me to play the guitar in all honesty. But the way he did it was like not verbally. We just kind of sat down and just learned together. Okay. Because he was, yeah. we were literally like, he didn't know how to play either. So, like, I saw his growth. He saw my growth. But then what? He's an adult, so, of course, he's going to learn faster. Yeah, faster, yeah. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, off of the age of, like, five years old growing up, like, he's seen the potential. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing the keyboard, too. But and I didn't get into school until, like, maybe I was, like, in middle school. I started going to school for music. Mm-hmm. No, honestly, like, I because even till today, I'll be honest, I can't read music. 
Oh really? Oh, you, you can hear. I play. Thank you. Yeah. I like people that know yeah. that. Yeah. I play by ear. So mm-hmm. once you already know I said can't read music, it's not like you're gonna ask me that question. Like, nah, how you do it? You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know I rip. I I play by ear. But I did go to school to read music, mm-hmm. and I had an instructor. I forgot her name, but but it was. Well, what school you went to? Like middle school wise? Yeah, well, yeah. I yeah. went to Discovery. Discovery. Yeah, it's not. That's in Kissimmee, right? Yeah. Like Kissimmee, okay. I think Mike came from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a DRC school when I was there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fights. Oh, okay. So what was the experience like, childhood? Like, before we even get to the music, like, I was like, that How childhood? was yeah. it, man? Because we won't get to the music, but I really want to, like, <laughs> understand who you are first. Let's, let's, like, let's talk time period. What, what, um, shit, like, middle school. Like, middle school. Like, how was that? Like, okay, being so a sixth I, grader, you know what I'm saying? Like, how was that? Shoot, man, going in sixth grade. And in a Haitian household, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. All Both right. parentation? Both parentation. Okay. Yeah. yeah, man, very strict, too. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, going into high school as a sixth grader, because my older siblings went to that school. Yeah. And it wasn't the best school. Mm-hmm. What school? Discovery, like you said. Oh, did, oh, I thought that was a uh, high school. Mm-mm. Oh. It was middle school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, like, going to it, I felt like I was going to go to high school just because of, like, how the... The students acted like mm. I remember some some dude got stabbed in his back a lot of times coming like walking home from school. It was crazy, but like since I knew Shit. I was gonna get into that, I try to I try to go in there like I'm some you know what I'm saying because I didn't want no one to try to mess with me and yeah. stuff like that. So going to discovery, yeah, I had to defend myself. Yeah, I got into fights and stuff like that because. I just felt like, you know, I'm not trying to get bullied. So I'm a Haitian. You know, my parents going to make me go to school with like a really low haircut. And then, you know, I'm not trying to be targeted. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, facts, plain facts, and simple. True. So it was just like, damn, bro. Like all of this stuff is like, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of just followed like my lead from how my sisters led themselves. Like I'm a one boy out of five girls, bro. Mm-hmm. So like I said, growing up with sisters and seeing how they was in school. They was protective. They, they. Yeah, I bet. Big macho, bro. Yeah, Big yeah, macho. Yeah, yeah. Like, they don't let, they don't defend each other and they've defended themselves. So, just like going, I try to come with that mindset going into that school. So, you know, I mean, I enjoyed it. I played sports and stuff like that. It was pretty good. Though. Predominantly, it was like what? Spanish? Spanish. Yeah. And black. Okay. You, you had your fear. I don't want to sound racist, guys, but you know, you yes. had your fear. Um, like Anglo's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you had your fair amount, but it, for the most part, every classroom I walked in, you know, was for the most part African American yeah. or you know Hispanic. What, what's so, one thing that you learned though in, in like middle school? Your middle, middle school, school man, that like you can still kind of like look back and that like, school is so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'm not going to lie. Let me be honest. I did have a few teachers that were like pretty good. I want to say my math teacher prepared me definitely for high school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, bro, I ain't going to cap, but it was really bad school. So then didn't do the best, but I did go to a really good high school. It was a private school and not private. It was a charter school mm-hmm. and it's a B school, but it might be an A school now. Okay. But it was, it you know, didn't have to wear a uniform, which I liked. Like other private, like oh, other, yeah, like, yeah. You know school, yeah, private schools, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or even some public schools made you wear a uniform sometimes, too. Oh, yeah, if it was yeah. that bad, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that white and blue, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. But, um, hmm. yeah, it was a big jump going from that school to that school because it's like, damn, these teachers aren't, yeah, to the you know point. what I'm saying? And you can't get accepted unless you have, you know, that, that, that grade mm-hmm. or whatever. But they knew my siblings and I went there. And then, like I said, I, I got into music, but my mind was more focused on basketball. Okay. In um, high school too? Yes, okay. like heavily, bro. I went to Polk State College after I went left high school. But before I tap into that, I was a freshman and I played on, I played junior varsity, you know, and I didn't really get like 
minutes that I went in, and mm-hmm. then I went into sophomore year, and then I made varsity. Okay. So, you know, jumped onto that and then kind of wrote out the year. And then I had a head coach that had got me some numbers. And mm-hmm. now that you mentioned the Haitian parent household thing, they didn't want me to go play college basketball. Mm. Of course. So I didn't get to go to any of the schools I had offers for. Yeah. I ended up. What, like, what was those, those schools? Well, Weber University is where I kind of wanted to, I I to check that, that out. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get any D1 offers. So, like, my goal was to go to a JUCO. Yeah. And, you know, JUCOs get scouted by D1s and, and then try to go, up. you know, yeah. do my two year and get the the freak out of there. Yeah. So I went there and at the high school, got my numbers. I told my parents, Weber, and there's like, you, you go there, I'm going to take your car and you're on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, I love my parents, but I ain't gonna, I'm going to have to put y'all out there really because I came from a really religious household, mm-hmm. Jehovah Witnesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Like all your life? Like they were all. My entire life. So y'all yes. don't celebrate like college. I don't celebrate. Well, birthdays. I still have things that I still tie into out of all respects. Mm-hmm. I still don't celebrate birthdays. I don't Fuck. celebrate holidays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. It was his she birthday. It was his birthday. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, no, why are you no, making a big deal? Friend, Fuck all that shit, nigga. We no, gonna, but like, we he, somewhere. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he made it like not awkward, but I was like, happy birthday. He was like, I was like, dang, yeah, I feel I be so awkward weird, now. Because I know it's just like an to me, it's like another day of life. I just thank God, like, thank you. I'm I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I could have been dead like any other regular black man in the yeah. world, but at the end of the day, I'm here type stuff. But so yeah, you know, that's the household I grew up in. Um, it protected me from a lot of things in all honesty. I'm not yeah. gonna lie, like, because I could have been out on these streets selling drugs, I could have been out on these streets doing all kinds of things. But you know, my parents weren't were strict, but to an extent they still let me go out and hang out with yeah. friends. They let me still do this, you know. But it it kept me, I ain't gonna lie, like I, I will always say it protected me. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that I still don't do to this day because of it, yeah. even though I don't consider myself a witness mm-hmm. because of the, you know, what lifestyle I'm on right now. Yeah. But yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you think the the fact that you was in a household full of women, you kind of got like a, a higher game on speaking to women uh, in I high school? I knew he was gonna say something. Like, did oh, you get yeah. or were your sisters more like you're not gonna know about this game because yeah, yeah, yeah. we're females type stuff? Were they kind of like holding that to themselves, or were they trying to give you? No, game? my sisters definitely put me up on game. <laughs> 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 they definitely put me up on game, but I the I'm not trying to be that because like us as dudes, sometimes you can look at a guy and be like, man, you selling a sobby ass story, bro. You yeah. know you you know you was a player. But going up in high school, bro, I was really that type of dude. I was searching for love because I grew up with females. So so, so check me out. Yeah. If you grow up with niggas, they're gonna be like, yo, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how to talk. You know what I'm saying? But when it was girls, when they have five sisters, but it's more like this is how you treat a girl. Yeah. You treat her with respect. You yeah. take her out to eat. You pay for this. You do this. You do that. So schools, girls thought I was attractive. Girls seen I play basketball at the end of the day because I wasn't the average nigga that to be like, you know, to, to act like, a, and then they, they to kind of took advantage of it sometimes. So yeah, my heart breaks. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What, know, you, what you mean by that? If I wanted to be flopper, I always, I always suppose you guys, but I'm not going to do that. Wait, what you do that first of all you in the wrong podcast because we going we we need a little story <laughs> yeah, wait, what you, i never oh, heard you that the story just one, oh, wow. one just one yeah what you what you, you mean by that they try to take advantage of it like what do you mean by that all right so you let's say like one. a dude is more than does everything he walk you to class yeah let's say this guy you cannot hold your books you cannot hold your backpack i'm walking you to class you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying you can't hang with your friends, but like for the most part, I'm gonna just be a gentleman in general. Yeah. So you feel me? Do that. If you need snacks at lunch, I got you. You sit next to me with my boys. 
type stuff. And then my parents gave me a car when I was a junior. So it was just like, if you were with me, I'm going to take you home. I'm going to be a gentleman. You don't have to take the bus type stuff. But then it's just like, they do funny stuff. Like I remember this one girl ended up talking to this dude, like this whole Spanish dude. Like she just completely switched up on me. Mm-hmm. Ah, trying to get into the races, man. But what y'all not going on? Yeah. Bro? Because... Yeah, let me slow down. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. The reason why I'm we don't like edit this, on videos. Yeah, <laughs> whatever you say. Yeah, bro. No, the reason why I'm reacting like this is because we had a guest that mentioned a similar kind of story as far as like dealing with that race, like yeah. Hispanics. Don't worry, we love you guys. It's but just, it, honestly, yeah, but damn, that's crazy. So, what you was it like a teammate, a friend? Was it a close person that you knew of, or how did that go down? What do you mean, like the person it. that she went and talked to, like. Oh, nah, I ain't really fuck with Buddy. And you know I don't fuck with you, but So at the end of the day, like, he knew I was talking to her. Mm-hmm. And he knew we were dating. Wow. Y'all can't say that I wasn't walking around school with her, holding her hand, being little mm-hmm. Mr. Cutesy, Mr. Clingy. Yeah. And um, her, 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 once I said this, she's going to know I'm talking about her. Her, 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 um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, no. Then don't her, say it. Her, don't. Somebody, somebody passed away in the family. Somebody passed, <laughs> you want me, somebody passed away in okay. the family. And, you know, usually when someone passes away in your family, your significant other is really supposed to be there for you. Yeah. yeah. Which right. I was. Yeah. And the way you decided to move around things was to run away from this guy. Mm-hmm. And she just started acting weird. And I, and, but the time that also happened was when my car broke down. Ironically, because we were supposed to go to Disney Springs. I don't even remember that. Oh so we my were God. to go to Disney Springs. Hey, listen. Hey, Rebecca. Rebecca. They ain't drop that. Okay. Leave it alone. You know, it's okay, man. We, it's, oh, you know this, Rebecca? I don't, but no, dang, he really just did it. Yeah, we did it. We did it. I'm so I mean, it is out in the open. I mean, so high school, girl. I, I moved on. Yeah, it's all she right. moved on. She, she moved on, too. You good, man. No, she, did, she definitely, you know you did. Oh, you know yeah. you definitely did. But anyway, so moving forward, guys. Dang, um, Rebecca. I went to school that day, and then after my car broke down and finding out the whole thing with her, you know, her family and stuff like that, and then she was just acting weird. She went and sat in the area where we normally don't sit. If I sit with you at the same table every single day in high school, and I see you sitting somewhere else or sitting by the benches with your girl, knowing that there's no space for me to sit there, Mm. there's some fishy stuff going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, when I was at school, you already know where to go to, where to come to, Mm -hmm. where you at, text you on. You used to kick? You used to kick? kick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kick? Yeah, Yeah, man. Listen, listen, listen. Kick? Kick? Boy, kick was fun. Kick yeah. was I mean, kick legendary. Kick was, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you. bring that up. I mean, memories, I would say, is I, I remember one time, yeah, Mike, and you was in it too. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're not slick, bro. You're not slick. Because you're not recording. Worry, guys, you think, I can work it behind the camera right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, man, it was like, we used to get on these chats, and they used to put like, it was be men, girls, be sharing nudes and stuff like that. It was crazy, <laughs> yo. Like, it was like. Marco, no. No. Let me stop. No, I didn't. Nah, it was crazy. So it got I me in trouble hidden. a lot. Bro, <laughs> so, my parents took my phone away because of that, bro. For real? Yeah. Because I had came home. Damn, bro. I had came home, bro. And my dad, I was playing music in the car. Remember, I'm Joe Winners. Well, not anymore, guys. I'm sorry, but I was Joe Winners. I was playing music in the car. Wait, what? what play- y'all not allowed to listen to music in the car? No, we can. Oh, the type of music you Joe listen to? Joe Winners is... 
No, you can listen to any kind of music, but just you know when when the cursing start coming in, it's a yeah, little yeah, different because yeah. you know the Bible and stuff like that, vulgar language. Yeah. So I'm in the car, and then you know I'm like I don't know. You know I pops, <laughs> why were you tripping? Because at the end of the day, like when my older sisters were spinning songs, you know you wouldn't trip too much. So I spin, I was spinning like a Kanye album. Ebbie was crazy. Oh, Kika Kasala You know what kind of what kind of is this, bro? Like you you telling me the song? You cussing at me, bro? Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Just and then it got to the point where it was just like. When I got home, I thought I was safe. Like, I yeah. said, I'm sorry, it was Pandora. But <laughs> when I was in middle school, my parents only paid the phone bill for the the kids they felt like they needed it. Yeah, like, yeah. the older ones. Like, my oh, older sister. Because if anything happened, where's Jackson? Where's Rachel? Mm-hmm. Even if I'm all the way in Discovery, Discovery was right behind um, Poinciana Elementary, which yeah. is the school that I went to, Poinciana okay. Elementary, before I went to Discovery. Okay. But yeah, yeah, I ain't want to pay my bill, bro. So, I ain't wanna, you know what I'm saying? So I was just that kid that went to school and then you had to try to connect to the school Wi Fi. Yeah. You know, you had that one teacher that was like, here you go. But you know what I mean? So I came home, I thought I was safe. But the thing is, he remembered, like, I don't pay your phone bill. And Pandora, you have to pay for it to oh, stream yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that means so you, you, you went and searched for this song that has this explicit music. So when I got home, you know, I'm just vibing and then on my phone, just texting this one girl that I was dating at the time. And, you know, we used to talk. I was a curious little freshman, but, and, you know, she kind of gets sent left and right. And then the buddy was like, give me your phone. I said, hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Before I can say, huh, again? And my phone was unlocked. Oh, yeah, so he handed it to one of my siblings. Oh, yeah. Y'all did be wrong. I love you guys. <laughs> but they gave him access to the camera room. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, yeah, he seen some things. Yeah, he wasn't proud something. of it or what? No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah. He seems but I felt thing. like if, you know, mommy wasn't there, maybe you would have handled that bit different. But yeah, it went down. Phone was gone. Nigga yeah. went to school dry. Like, you feel me? Like, yeah. it feels so weird going Did to you get beat? Huh? Beat? Um, no. Okay. I didn't get whooped, but I felt so uncomfortable in the household because we used to do this thing called the daily text in the morning, which mm-hmm. is like a Bible thing, which yeah. I really enjoyed though. I'm not going to say it in cap. I enjoyed, but like, you know, they kind of targeted me. The thing is, the daily text had nothing oh, to do. They're going to use the word on you. <laughs> like, every day on the JW Library app, like there's a different daily text that has to do with scriptures. Like it'll be a scripture. Oh, yeah, they find one just for you. describe something. <laughs> yeah. And if that scripture has to do with something, they'll elaborate on it. So if it's about like, you know, the world is about to end, it'll go on scriptures that relate to the world about to end. Okay. And he wasn't talking about anything that had to do with sex. So somehow my dad, after, you know, reading the daily text to us, it's like, yeah, so, you know, in this world, you know, it's just like, you got to be careful with girls. And I'm like, bro, what does this have to do with the Bible right now? Because this has nothing to do with it. But, you know, and, and as a kid, you know, you're saying, like, you feel uncomfortable. So you just kind of sitting there with your head down, like, damn. Bro, you like, can't say nothing, really. You, yeah. I mean, you're going in. Yeah, you're going, you're going in. in. So it's just like, I just let Buddy vibe and just, like, whatever. And I just watch the school with, with no headphones, no phone, dry. Like I said, my little sister walking with me, I'm like, cool, you guys, I guess you got music. Like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, no, okay. no, nah, nah, that's I, really I, I go to that story too because uh, uh, I, that similar thing happened to me. Mm. Whereas, like, but for me, it <laughs> was accidental. It was accidental. accidental. So, me and my brother, we accidentally download a porn 
channel. How you accidentally? It was, do it. We was kids. How like, old were you? That's not we accident. Was like, yeah, I did that on purpose. Oh, you was in middle school? That's not accident. That's not accident. <laughs> if it was in middle school, you was accident. accident. Because when I was in elementary, no. I was curious yeah, too. Yeah, he accidentally downloaded. No, no, it's listen, it was accidental. Right. You know no, how he, he found out? You know how he found out? So so the payment for the cable went up, obviously, because we bought a hood. It was on the cable? Yeah, yeah. So he called. He called them. He was like, so why my cable up? And I be, I usually pay $20. Why it's $45 now? Oh. It was like, oh, sir. Um, apparently, you died <laughs> on porn site. That's Wait, on porn channel. He was like, what? He looked at me and my brother. That's when we realized our life was gone after oh that. Oh, my God. That's I mean, embarrassing. Bro, you talking about... Yeah, like box, um, bitch. Yeah, I had to get in the ring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Box, bitch. Because, so, you know, when Haitians, man, they ain't about their money, they man. They ain't about the money. It's, and then it's money, and then you download what? In the house? <laughs> yeah, man, it's over it, bro. It's over it. <laughs> this shit was crazy. Okay, so. That's funny as hell. That's a crazy. It definitely is. <laughs> it's really crazy. That story is interesting, man. So it's like, go ahead. So in regards to, like, with your sisters and how they gave you the game and how girls took advantage of that. Did you kind of like, was upset because of that? Almost. Did you hold it like to heart? Like, dang, I'm not going to be like this no more. Yeah. I can say I definitely changed because I went from Mr. Being in high school, trying to work like a little, like, you know, part-time job at like Forever 21 or whatever the case is to make like bread while I'm, because my dad got to the point where he's just like, I'm not going to give you gas money no more. You're going to school, find you a job that you can, you know what I'm saying? Not like he couldn't, but it's just pushing more responsibility. That's beast. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I messed with it. You know what I'm saying? I did it. But then some girls, when you take them out on dates or who you were dating, kind of just took, in my opinion, whether you're listening to the podcast or not, that's how I feel, that you kind of took advantage of it because other niggas in school was not built like that or doing those kind of things. And you know what I'm saying? Besides my nigga Josh, shout out to Garcia, my nigga Josh. Shout, shout out to shout out, Josh shout out. Garcia. He, he was a nigga that grew up in school where I felt like his parents had it like that, but he was, I'm on my own. I yeah. can do it on my own. But at the end of the day, like I said, um, it kind of taught me it again because when I got into college, um, no, I still got played, never mind. <laughs> after that girl, <laughs> after that girl, guy, surprisingly, I lost my, I lost my virginity when I was like 19, bro. I think around the same age for me too. Yeah, high school, yeah, yeah, I respect yeah. that. Yeah, out of high school. And I feel sure. like for niggas that lose their age, their virginity around that time, it's not like we couldn't pull female. It's more so I'm not gonna give that bit to just anybody, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I did a lot of shit that just didn't involve me putting my, you know what, in mm-hmm. the female. It's just like I'm not gonna take it to that extent because once that bit happened, bro, like how am I gonna feel? Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I grew up with 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 girls. Facts. I ain't grew up with niggas where it's just like, bro, you go do this, you can yeah, go yeah, after yeah. this girl, and you can just vibe after that. And then months, it wasn't like that. It was more so like, it made they made me feel like once you find your lover, stick with that person and just grow all Whoa. the way through. Yeah. So, I would say I definitely changed because there was this one girl, bro. I I found out that she had a nigga at her house and was sleeping with him, and he was trying to propose to her while I was she taking her out on dates. Dang. Bruh. That's her on dates. That's my worst night. I enough. bought her a promise ring. I bought her this big ass teddy bear with candy. And no, and the funny part is I did all of those things at just one time. Like the, the three that I just mentioned, like mm-hmm. I did it at that one time. Like I gave her the promise ring because I knew she was moving. Yeah. And it's just like some people are just not gonna care about your actions, bro. So yeah. I her sister was like, Oh, you a good dude, blah, 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 this, that, and the third. But I'm gonna be honest with you, she playing you like 
She had to do that at her house. Like, she was slinging linging, bro. She was Damn. straight up slinging linging, bro. Why you think the sister told? You think because she felt conscious? bad. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Self-conscious. So she told me that. And it was like, I was very shook because it's like, this dude is the same nigga that was cheating on you. This is the same dude you were telling me about that played you. And I'm a nigga that hasn't had sex with you, hasn't slept with you, haven't done anything because that's, that wasn't my interest with you to be good yeah. at mm-hmm. all. My interest was, let me like find out who my, you know, find out who you are as a person. And the funny part, I'm doing it at such a young age. Us, niggas, mm-hmm. from me, you, to him, all of us, we, when we get to this age group or a little bit older is when we're like, Shit, man, I'm tired of slinging, linging, man. I'm trying to settle down, type stuff. Yeah. Thanks, and thanks. at a young age, that's where my mindset was. So to do that to me and to find out that he came to engage to you, he came to propose. She didn't, you know, accept it, but still, he came to your house. He slept over. And your own mom, bro, your own mom knew he was slept over. And I was coming over your house, spending time with your siblings. Man, that's grimy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but there'd be times I come over the house, she wouldn't even come out her room. And you're the one who told me to come over. Mm-hmm. So I'm just there spending time with your siblings. And I was like, I didn't care. It's just like, I'm going to spend time with your siblings type stuff. Like, we're going to hang out because at the end of the day, I kind of grew a connection with them. Yeah. But it's just like, you didn't care. You had buddy over. Y'all was slinging, linging. And then the next day after they were slinging, linging is when she told me she, she wanted to go to the fair. I said I was going to pick her up. She said she, she, she's good. She's going to find a way there. And I always used to pick her up. Yeah. But how did you time. find out though? Huh? How did you find and out her you were sister. slinging? Oh, her sister. Sister, she was like, the same day for the fair, or like, no, no, it was like a little couple, couple weeks after. Couple weeks, like, so no, because I th- oh, I thought you took her to the fair knowing. Oh, oh. shit. Oh, no, 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 I ain't, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you broke it off with her, or what, what happened? Like, did you confront her, or you just let it? Yeah. After that whole thing happened, I ain't gonna lie, I barbecued her, bro. Like, I kind of just pushed it to the side, cut off. But then, in my eyes at the time, I thought she was so fine, so I kind of like. Let her back into the just the juice though, right? Type mm-hmm. thing, just to like juice. No, just to like give her my all still, bro. And mm-hmm. to, to Wait, still get played. He really bro. liked her. I really. He, he was gonna give Wait, her what, a promise this was ring in like your freshman year of college. No, oh no, this was bro. She made me drop out of college, and mm. you was gonna like. Whoa! Wait, wait, okay, hold on, hold on. Wait, you got some? What you gonna say? She made me drop out. But, no, like, but for those who don't know, that I, I did went to school. I'm a certified HVAC technician, so I do a, I do HVAC. Yeah, mm-hmm. There's good bread in it, so don't think, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But music is my passion. But like you said, she she the reason why is because when you're a witness, you try to make your life revolve around serving God and Jehovah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Her 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 thing was, you're, you're still a, 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 a jerk for what you did. Like, I will never take back how that situation happened. But it's just more so just like, the way she was staring was like, I was in school to be an x-ray tech. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, I make more than an x-ray tech, but it doesn't matter. It's like, I wanted to be in the medical field for that because my family surrounded us around medical, medical, medical. So I was going to school to be an x-ray tech. And then it was like, oh, you're in the congregation. If you was to go pursue a trade school, you're finished school faster. Which was true. I was like, hmm, I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do basketball. I'm trying to do this. I'm like, hmm, I'm waiting it out. I'm waiting it out. I'm waiting it out. I'm waiting it out. And then eventually I just barbecued it, dropped out of school, focused on, you know, I didn't, I wasn't in school. I wasn't doing anything yeah. at this point. My, my life was literally devoted to only serving God mm-hmm. until I could figure out what other career I felt like 
at my avenue of life. You was with her, right? Through that process. Mm-hmm. You was with her through that process. In a sense, yeah. Because yeah. like we were still getting to know each other and stuff. Okay. So she was also going to the Kingdom Hall too. And then after that, I don't know, it was just weird because like there would be there was this one time she just randomly just blocked me. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, for no reason. And I was just like, Did you block me? She said, Oh, I didn't block you, blah, 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 this, that, and that. But it could be funny as hell, bro. Now that I look back at the time, bro, you got some funny, funny bro. Yo, that's what's out here, bro. And remember, you see me now, you'll never get me again. Okay, so never. So from here, all this and all the. Yeah, I want the, all the heartbreak yeah, stuff you've been woman. through. What you mean as a woman? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's good. What yeah, you mean and how I feel as a woman? Yeah, I want your perspective on that, on this like story as far as like women. I mean, like he's kind of right on some sense. Some women do take advantage of good yeah. guys. Like, Why? Um, not speaking about me because... <laughs> <laughs> I have a heart um, but women do that because them they do that because let me try I'm trying to think because I don't hmm. I don't re, I don't be in their heads like that because I feel like with, yourself type stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like women and guys are like the same way the same way a guy would think the same way a woman would think if they're damaged yes mm-hmm. It Y'all did. think the same way. Damaged people think the same way. It isn't. Yeah. Oh, nah, 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 yes. nah, she have a point. Yes. But damaged point. Damaged people tend to take advantage of others. Yes, because it's, it's not a general I, I have, thing. I have, I have niggas around me that are damaged. I'm talking about like fucked up growing up. Like, I'm talking about like yeah, like like you know, family on on shambles, right? And then the way they um project. Is by taking people virginities by fucking hoes. It's just doing like the same doing thing the same a girl thing. will do. And then girls, they're they're damaged women will do the same thing. Take so advantage men, of exactly. them. But now, but women for us as men, we will take advantage as far as like sleeping with other women. Women will take we advantage take of a money. man and take your I money. Mean, they'll take, just take your get money. That bag <laughs> and go and buy Everybody who's been nah, damaged I have, I like, guess, a way of handling how they want to type stuff. Yeah, but I feel like the guy loses out of all of that. What you mean? Because God has to initiate all of that. No, they don't. Yeah, what they you do. Mean? What you mean? No, so, they don't. I kind of agree with think, you. Think about it. Even if she's damaged, the guy has to come and introduce himself as far as taking her out, getting her no. to that point. Yeah. A damaged man gives some fucks about that. They don't give a fuck about that. But he got to have to introduce himself. He, he He's not going to care nah, about they, the extra stuff. Nah, they take the risk. Yeah. Like, he has to take the risk at the end of the day because... Like, bro, I be seeing I be seeing them niggas begin these girls on the club so fucking easy, bro. So but they initiated. They initiated. That, that is true. That's not. I mean, females don't just initiate. Put it, just pull up females with some forest, initiate. bro. That's it. Bro. Let's hear that. There's females no, do okay. initiate. Nah, that's that is no true. I initiated once. No, 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 no. Let's understand the world we live in, true, bro. bro. Yes. Once off like face okay, and twice. just off, like you said and stuff like that. Off bro. a bank account number, bro. Like, bro, this is what I have. I don't need to introduce my shit to you. Like, you already know who I am. But you know that's what I'm saying. A guy, a guy is gonna be like that, bro. A female, you probably speaking like on a regular nigga type stuff. Not right? even, bro. A female, a female is not gonna go and approach a guy. It's more of a guy gonna go and approach her. And, no, no, and, remember, we're talking about damage. That's what I'm saying. And if the girl is damaged, she's gonna be okay with it. Cause she has a greater plan, but the guy he gonna be all right. He gonna be all right. He gonna, I'm gonna smash. That's it. And I'm gonna take your money. That's it. Right, but the guy does it first. The guy initiates it, and we end it. That's true. Y'all, y'all ruthless though. Y'all ruthless. Okay, let me not say we. Let me not say we. I'm not in this. Because a guy, women can be damaged. Women can be ruthless. Yeah. Do you agree to this? 
for sex wise, mm-hmm. when a guy steps out and has sex, is it just sex? No, because girls can do the same thing. Nah, y'all do it with emotion. No, we. You, you really believe crazy, that? Bro. You really y'all believe that? No, yeah, I believe no, that. Lingin, lingin, no. Literally, there's, there's some women the same way a guy can step out in a relationship and not feel nothing. A woman could do that too. It's more calculating. No, you know why I don't agree with that? It's, it's gonna be like a close friend. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be like a. Guys can go, like you said, go in the club, juice, have sli- like have sex yeah, with a girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But a girl, they're they're methodical with it. They may just have sex, but it's something like it ties in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm not saying it's not gonna hurt for the female side, uh-huh. but I feel like it's more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's not. I'm telling you, it's not. I mean, I don't know about this, but it's not. So it's so, the same thing. It's like it, it still ties into the damage yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Like it does. But I wanna what what's your perspective <laughs> now? I mean, shit, you got a lot of history, bro. Yeah, and then you have women. like a lot of like yeah, stuff. Man. So what is your perspective? Are you single? Yeah, are you dang. single? <laughs> yes. Jaco, dang. If you guys are watching this, no. Let me not say that. Yeah, I just are you single? Yeah, you said date. No, no, no. I wanna I wanna know before I ask my question. <laughs> Are you single now? Nah, I'm you, single, man. You I'm single? single? I can honestly say I'm single. Until life is situated and named, yeah. me, mm-hmm. I'm going to consider myself So what single. is your perspective on, in women now? Or even like, or do you even want to date? Or do you even consider marriage? I mean, I'm still Mr. You know, who I used to be. I still want to settle down. But once I got a taste of just like being to myself and realizing not being her anymore, it kind of made me want to keep to myself. Mm-hmm. But... At the end of the day, I still do want to settle down and find love type stuff because yeah. at the end of the day, bro, because bouncing around hurts. Yeah, you want to keep yeah. meeting new partners because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, like, yeah, people are cool and all this stuff, but it's just like, once you break my heart or whatever, when shit goes left at the end of the day, it's like, shit, I got to go on another trip. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then the next one and then the next one and then it kind of gets tiring at that point. Yeah. So it's you. like, what's next type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what so I'm what saying? So what does that look like? Like, what is the, this version of you look like more music, like, because I, I would say more focus. More mm. focus. Do you feel like you got closure, or you're still healing? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you got closure from the last yeah, situation? I feel like I'm in therapy right now. Hey, bro, I mean, it's not like, 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 questions. Yeah, we doing, we doing I, I feel like the the things that we kind of talked about it opened up a lot of like things that happened between those females. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you kind of had that last conversation with them, or? Oh, by the way. uh uh, some some of our fans don't like when you uh say females, so say women. Oh, they oh, like for women. Real? Yeah, like women. Apparently, you say males. Yeah. Apparently, for okay. real. Forget about it. That's, like, that's a side <laughs> talk. That. Man, forget about it. Side side talk. Okay, women. But uh, yeah, do you, you feel like you got closure? <laughs> and, uh, um, honestly, I feel, like I, get, for I feel like I feel like I got I gave myself the closure. Okay, I feel like I gave myself the mm-hmm. closure. How how did how did you? I mean, when that person see them, they live in their life. Ain't no point you could do at that point. So yeah, yeah. besides just kind of move on and do your own thing. Because at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to keep searching for the reason why you did what you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because my answer to that is you never loved me or you never gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. That's the only two answers mm-hmm. I'm going to find out of that. Yep. Because me asking you, if you couldn't tell me before, you still couldn't tell me in the future. Because at the end of the day, you did it because it was for your own selfish needs. Mm-hmm. You didn't care mm-hmm. and you don't care to this day. And that's why you're still doing what you're doing. Yeah. If you cared, yo, I'm sorry. I realized you was a good dude and you know, I'm more mature now. Type to, no, 
And, if, and, and for the ones that have come back, bro, I still don't trust you. And I don't yeah. care. Because at the end of the day, because it's just like, you're kind of just seeking out where I'm going in life or what path I'm on type stuff. And it's just like, I'm not on that wave at yeah. all. Yeah. So wherever you, whatever kind of mindset you have, I ain't going to lie, but I'm not, I'm not scared to say that shit right now. I ain't going to be you listening. Just go back where you were. Because at the end of the day, bro, it's off of what you kind of see now. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you was not doing the shit before. Mm-hmm. And neither will I entertain it at this point, bro. Period. Know you're you. working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I mean, do you think you still got, like, trust issues that you need to... Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I experienced some funny stuff, bro. Yeah. Like, bro, this is one day I came to school, bro. My friend Bobby, but shout out to Bobby, but shout out to Bobby. Yes, sir, Bobby. I don't even know where you're at right now, but, but, like, <laughs> but I have friends that you grow up in yeah, school. Nah. You don't know. You don't know. End that. up in the craziest places. No, you don't listen, even live in. Speaking about uh, uh, um, past friends. Uh huh. Last week I threw shade on. Remember the, oh, the, the video? Oh, who? I was like, I was like, um, looking back at all these people that used to like get on me in, in, in high yeah, school. Yeah. Fuck them all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he did, and I felt like a release, like I literally, like oh my god, good. like it was like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was good. Bro. So, so I, like, sometimes you, you gotta like do you that, bro. Sometimes that you gotta be, just get on camera. Go you ahead, what? do it. Mm-hmm. It feel good. Go ahead. Middle finger to all y'all that was getting on me and cracking on me. I'm like, doing better than all y'all. Jojo went too so bad. Go ahead. Yeah, Make it happen. I can't. I mean, he already kind of did with Rebecca. Rebecca's going to be out here on the podcast Trust already. Me, man. So it's Duh. good, bro, that you yeah. did that, man. That's too dope, man. Okay, so how did all of this, that journey, tied into your music? Because I be hearing your music right now. It sounds kind of heartbreakish. Mm. Kind of. That's crazy because the name of my EP is called Love and Fiction. Loving what? Wow. Loving what? Loving fiction. Loving fiction. Man, that's crazy, bro. She just said that. Mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Yeah, explain that one. Dang, you, that's a good reason transition. why I want to like do it. that yeah. is because simply, like, I feel like you can fall in love, but if the other person doesn't have that <clears throat> same energy towards you, it's fiction. Meaning, like, mm-hmm. that shit is fake. Because at the end of the day, I loved you. You made me think that you love me back. Yeah. But at the end of the day. Very actions like the stuff we were just talking about, man. Y'all set this shit up perfect, man. It's yeah. God, it's God right there. Because right? this shit was not practice. And this is how we <laughs> <laughs> I like that he know that people really because think we got questions out of the book now, nah, bro. No, we don't. This is probably one of my most comfortable podcasts. That's but great, bro. We got work to do. Yes. And um, moving forward, like I said, it's just like it's it's fiction. Like you know, yeah. the definition of fiction simply fake. Because at the end of the day, if that same energy was back. It would have been an EP called Love and Love, but then they know it's love and fiction because fiction. it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And then and it just ties into pretty much different scenarios yeah. and situations. But so. why why compa though? Like why like cause mm-hmm. um musician. So that means you have um a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Gospel, um, rap, um, you know, these people are out there. So why compa? Why why did you think right. that was like your your so way to, to express honest, yourself? To be honest, I wasn't the biggest fan of Compa growing up. Yeah. I was into like Sweet. rap music. Mm-hmm. So I was a little. What's your favorite rapper? Huh? What's your favorite rapper? Shit, man. Little Baby or Gunna. Yeah. I like I love right Gunna. There. I love Gunna. Them boys right there. Yeah. It's my favorite. Um, If we going back, I'm just going to definitely say Tupac. Because he's yeah. the most poetic. Poetic, yeah. Of the most poetic yeah, yeah, yeah. rapper of all time, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Of course, he got Biggie, but I, I'm, I've always been a Pac fan. That's good. But everybody puts him before him. Yeah. That's just me. Um, I could have really chose any genre, but until shit, 2020 or 2019, like, 
I really started getting into it playing wise because I've been playing my music my whole life, but the music that I was playing was more so like by Beyonce, B.O.B., just like R&B, mm-hmm. pop, and just, because I just like playing that music. Yeah. And then, but I used to play compa on the side though, mm-hmm. like just a little bit, not a lot, but just like a little like bit. But it was, yeah, like it wasn't enough to make me want to play, play, play. Yeah. So like moving forward, I want to say around that time period is when I started like watching live bands mm-hmm. and trying to copy them, okay. trying to learn from the guitar players. Like, oh shit, bro, I ain't gonna lie, this groove hard as fuck. Yeah. Let me do that bit too. Yeah. And I would just practice into the point I was like, I could do it exactly like them and also make it my own. Mm-hmm. And then I would practice playing other people's solos, like Joel Duefile's solos and stuff like that. I love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my man. Is, is, he's, he's very talented. I like his French aspect mm-hmm. when he put it together. Speaking yeah. about that, that's like, that's one of the markets I'm trying to like. Go in there? Like, yeah. France? France and Canada. Canada. Those yes. are my two, but I have, I work with more of my artists in Canada. Like, So that's where, is that where like, it's pretty big as far as compa? Because I know it's, um, it's Zook. Zook. Well, not Zook. Zook, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Zook. Yeah. I mean, for me, like, I'm going to just be very bold. I love United States, you know, Compa. Like, we have Impulse, we have Kai, we have we have all these big bands. They're amazing. Um, But for me, I like Canada and France because I feel like they cater to the world in Mm -hmm. a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But... They, they, they still, everyone still has work to do mm-hmm. for this industry and for that genre. Mm-hmm. But France, with Joel Duefile, he's touching all kinds of races. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to just be flat he out. He is. Yeah. Us in the United States with these compa bands, we're not doing that. Yeah. Same thing with Canada. So at the end of the day, it's more so, I look at them as they're kind of just like, they're, they're trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And the United States is only kind of carrying, catering to us as yeah, Haitians Haitian, and we appreciate Haitian. it. Yeah. We appreciate it. But for those who are not our race, if we don't reach out to them, y'all are never yeah. to hear our music or appreciate it. Wait, That's but true. don't you think like he has an advantage though only because his music is French, right? French. So they speak French over there, but also over here too is connected because Haitians, we also speak French. So I feel like he has a more advantage mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. That's true. the French, yeah. yeah. but us, we only speak Creole. So our music is Creole. So it's like, I think we're kind of transitioning over there, but not as much as him. Not as much as we yeah. should. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what kind of makes it tough. Yeah. Are you doing that with your new EP? Are you including more of a French style? No. So how, how are you going to connect Canada and the French? Like, how are you, how are you going to do that? Is it I connect it by my production, but it comes to the lyrics. It's more so like I use artists that don't have a heavy Haitian accent that mm-hmm. can actually sing in English. Yeah. Because my goal... <laughs> Nah, I'm not with you guys. I ain't gonna lie, y'all, man. Y'all Some of these y'all, artists, they need they need to go back to school, man. Because y'all don't, y'all accents with this, this English, y'all trying to sing on these Haitian songs, y'all be barbecue, man, and I'm not feeling it. And me and my yeah. girls, we ain't saying no names. We ain't saying no names. It's great. So for me, it's like I'm gonna get Haitian artists or American artists, yeah. period, that are interested because the way I make my productions, I'm very slick, I'm very smart. I have to give myself the credit and I'm not, I'm a, I'm not a cocky person, mm-hmm. but to be real, I, I can make a song that starts off like, like R and B, but when it gets to maybe like the mid mm-hmm. and this is towards the EP. So when you guys get a chance to hear, you'll see it. When it gets towards the mid, it will change into compa. Okay. So that gives the room for the person who is not Haitian mm-hmm. to vibe and give 
that American understanding. So if I play this shit in the club, Americans are going to be able to be like, yeah. you know what I'm Man, saying? That's beast. That's a that's great way of marketing. how you bring Haitian music into yeah. the American market so that mm-hmm. they can be like, yo, I ain't going to lie, but this is a vibe. Yeah, it's a vibe till you see the other half of the and but it, you have to make it make sense though. You can't just slap this and this together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How can I convert it? Because there's people that try to do it. Yeah. But where are they? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So at the end of the day, the way that I look at it is just more so just making it make sense and finding people that it's no disrespect that you can't do the accents properly. Yeah. Just, I don't want to work with you. I don't but, like it. Hmm? I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? If you can find somebody that <laughs> sounds like, like maybe Tory Lanez or someone who has a good vibe, good vibe yeah. that is, you know, that know what to do yeah. and they sound properly. And if you went to school or you know what you're doing music properly and you can take that bit to a sound engineer or yourself and do the work yourself and make it sound to the T, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying it could be a, a really good product to to put out there. Yeah. What, what what made you like you know get into that genre though? So like as far as like loving like it and stuff like that. What made I'm, you kind of like what made you like loving like that that genre? You I know? mean, to be honest, I mean, I'm not even the biggest R&B fan. I recently kind of started getting into it. No, no, I'm talking about Combo. Oh, Combo yeah. in general. Yeah, man, because of Massive. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. you love him, I, bro. Massive. That's why I say even though kind of know me, man, I love me Massive, <laughs> bro. <laughs> Ask Gertie, but I love me massive. And the only reason why is because even though the majority of Canada- Canadian artists only speak French, the way their productions is, is so weird. And I like weird, yeah. right? Because that means you're different. And the way their music is, they cater to all kinds of genres, but they still have that compa behind it. Yeah. So massive music, it can be an uh, a R&B song, but it'll still have a compa beat behind it. Yeah. With a vibe to it, like, bro. That's my favorite artist. And luckily I'm able to work with him. Like, you feel me? I'm, I will always appreciate the opportunity that I'm able to work with this guy because at the end of the day, since I was a jit, since I was in high school or middle school, whatever the case is, when my sisters put me on to you, I've been listening to your music. So it's just like kind of paved the way to make other artists understand like how we as you know young Haitian men that are trying to build a platform for ourselves to, you know, grow in this industry, how we can make a route to, I'll actually make compa a genre because yeah. it's not going to be easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not. Yeah, because we was talking about that with Sonson as far as like yeah. how what's um, gonna take. Mm-hmm. You know how like when they have to drop a music on Apple Music, they put the world instead of like the actual genre. Really? Yeah. So it's like you know you guys aiming to like you know put the genre on y'all back and push it forward. I, I like I like that. I like that. I'm, and and I just feel like when we have artists that consistently sing in our language, which I don't have an, a problem with. When we consistently sing in our language, we're catering to only us. Yeah. If y'all want to make real money, bro, you would be doing what Spanish and American artists are doing, which is collaborating and making your music go international. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fact. This is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I have to say, this is bullshit, bro. That's fact. Because at the end of the day, if y'all, if y'all want to push this industry, you're going to incorporate other things that I feel like is going to make the music make sense. Because you shit, like I tell my friends, bro, us Haitian music, just because we vibe to it and we listen to it and we enjoy it, to a white man or Hispanic man, it sounds like probably a voodoo ritual. <laughs> Gee, shit. Yeah, someone said it sounds like Pokemon. Po- you know, bro, and I could wow. vibe with him on that. Someone told me that Copa sound like video game music. Oh. And I can understand why. Yeah. Because if of the way the white man. The high pitch. All I hear is Yeah, the high pitch. The high pitches, the solos, all of that stuff. It sounds like video game music. Yeah. Someone literally texted me and told me, I like your music. I think you would be 
perfect in this video game. <laughs> I'm like, damn, but should I reconsider my career? It's like, you know what I'm saying? That's not why I'm trying to go. Not, not video games. So it's just like, you know what? I need to make y'all understand Compa. Mm-hmm. And if it takes me incorporating instruments or things that you guys listen to mm-hmm. to make you guys vibe to my music, mm-hmm. I will do that. And since I started doing that, I'm like, damn, I actually enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. It sounds good together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've seen, you know, no disrespect to Scooby. He had dropped something called like Trap Rockstar Compa, bro. And um, it wasn't, it wasn't all that. Dang. But the respect. I appreciate the attempt. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when I yeah, drop, you know what I'm saying? No, but he's raw, bro. Shout no, out to him, but he's raw. The instrumental was nice, though. Huh? The Pakitim by Senkla, his instrumental. Oh, that yeah. was nice. That was a yeah, nice no, movie. Uh-huh. He, he dropped that, and then he had dropped something else. I forgot. It was the 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 Love Noswati, whatever that song is called. The Love. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. He had dropped that remix. It was hard, but I'm gonna lie. Your, your other one was barbecue. But to be real with you, bro, <laughs> when it comes to the tricky part is oh trying to incorporate rap music into Compa. Yeah. I bet you if I tell you that, you're already going to think it's going to sound trash. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> because you're like, every, bro, every Haitian song that I've heard someone trying to rap on Haitian beat, I ain't going to lie, bro, it's next. Yeah. Next. It'll, it just don't go. Next. It's not for us language. I don't think Haitian Creole rap sounds right on a rap beat, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, y'all want to get mad at me. Y'all want to think that that's what y'all think. That's y'all. I feel like if you want to do it, give it to the people who created it. I will take an American man that knows his own language, that doesn't have a rough accent, that can rap and put him on a song that is an actual rap beat and flip the other half of it and turn it into compa. You know why? Because that part of the song, he'd be like, hell yeah, I could rap on that bit. Yeah. I could rap it on in English and do this. But the thing is, you can't just slap the compa part in it. Why don't you, you have to cater, bro. You have to make it make sense. And some artists don't do that, bro. They think you can just solo on a rap beat. That's the most retarded thing I've ever mm-hmm. heard mm-hmm. of doing. Yeah. Solo on a compa beat, but take instruments from the rap song and put it together. Like I said, in this podcast, it might not make sense now. As I said, you're going to have to listen to some of the music. Yeah. Like, shout out to Massive again, because he makes music that is similar to the type of beats you will hear from Drake. Yeah. But it's so compa elemented, but it's such a vibe, in my opinion, because it's like you're making the music so different. Yeah. And you'll have those who's going to appreciate it, and you're going to have those who's not going to want to go that direction. Yeah. That's your yeah. problem. G shit, bro. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you want to stay with what the past generation's been doing. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to do. And that's not my problem at all. Because I'm trying to move in a different route yeah. where I can get everybody around the world to enjoy this shit. Yeah. It's that's not true. about us only as Haitians. Because at the end of the day, bro, Americans, Spanish people collaborated together. Yeah. yeah I'll say been on the Spanish song. Drake's been on the Spanish song. Yeah. Name one, one name a Haitian that got a that got a banger with a with a yeah with, that a, with a with an American I mean, artist. Drake been with Jamaican artists. Drake been with African, African artists. artists. Yeah, I but mean, you know why though? Yeah, they can cater to him. Mm. That's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is a vibe. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you come with that energy under since the jump yeah. is not enough to make an American man. He's gonna be like, what's going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it don't make no kind of sense to him. Yeah. So what if you came in just with the that energy that he's on. Yeah. And then you're like, yo, I ain't gonna lie, bro. This is my vibe. And you put that bit together and you make it make sense to where he's just like, yo, this shit, this shit is raw. Yeah. Because there's a song by Costa Rica that has Tory Lanez and other people on it. It's giving me like different kind of vibes and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the fact that they put their heads together and to still do it, 
is is very diverse. Mm-hmm. People can work together to make Haitian music go far. Yeah. But at the end of the day, since you guys are so determined on only keeping it compa direct and all of this stuff, yeah, yeah it's how not, you it's want it to go happen. far, bro? Man, I feel like it's, we need a part two in this uh, conversation. I'm more than ready, man. Because, um, you know, we got to pay some bills, so we can't be here all day. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, I don't know if you guys have any last questions you guys want to mm. ask. I mean, because we, I, and also, I like before you go, Fonzo, I like that you are bringing the, the problem and also the solution. Because yeah. I feel like we're all so embedded and just like, Putting problems out there no with solution. no type of solution. No so I love that. That's how I think you, you will definitely go far yes. if you keep that, that mentality. And it kind of ties into like, uh, we always ask our special guests this question here yeah. as far as like, where do you see yourself in five years? And I know you kind of highlighted it in regards to pushing that EP and pushing out, transforming that, that culture mm-hmm. into a different aspect, making it international. Mm-hmm. How do you see yourself in five years as far as music, as far as a person that you are right now? Like five I mean, years, you know? in five years, I want to say I see myself just as more just like behind the scenes as a producer, but I do enjoy performing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just want to just be busy traveling. And then if I'm not traveling, just making music for different artists, like just catering to whatever you want and just making people happy. Because at the end of the day, when I got into music, my passion was, this is what I do. If you like my music, I'm happy to know that you enjoy this also. Mm-hmm. That's literally it. It's to make music to make other people happy too. If you can dance, if you can enjoy this, you can put your headphones on and enjoy this shit, bro. I'm happy and that satisfaction. If this is a, a career that I can make bread off of. Yeah, it's perfect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's literally just doing a job that you, for the rest of your life, that you can enjoy type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus working a nine to five and like, damn, I don't want to wake up for work in the morning when I can be my own boss and wake up anytime I, yeah. I want. Yeah, so definitely. Man, uh, when you dropping your EP, by the way? Yeah, when so is we, it? So we aiming for the beginning of March. Okay. Everything is pretty much done. So it's just more so just tightening up and just putting it out and just more so it's just, you know, the promoting and how I market it mm-hmm. as well. So yeah. me and my manager is kind of just doing that as yeah, well right March now. Is how, can they, how can they reach mm-hmm. you? How can they follow you yeah, yeah. and support you? So you can follow me on Instagram, Jojo Lee Ache with two underscores if you want to do that. I also have a SoundCloud and you can check out my Apple Music, Spotify and all of that. So my Apple Music doesn't have that much music, but like I said, when the project drops, there's more than enough people to, I feel like they're going to enjoy that. Yeah. So... All right, that's what's up, man. And I, I definitely want you that. to come through, man, after the EP. Nah, you, for know, sure. you know, come through Talk and tell more it. of your yeah. story and yeah. stuff. I want like to bring you and your sidekick here. <laughs> what's sidekick? Just Gertie. Oh, just Gertie? Yeah, yeah. them two together, they'll give is y'all some. Is he on the EP? Yeah, he is. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, I didn't want to start no beef. Like, oh, he got off No, 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 Yeah, he would, he would have to be. I, yes. I love that you guys are, like, in Orlando, I love that you guys are working with each other. Because I think that, you know, we hear stories about, you know, you know, in you know, rap community, mm-hmm. um, like you see Chief Keek and Dirk, they can't make music together because they mm-hmm. got some tied they in yeah. stuff, some real street stuff. Yeah. But yeah. still, it's like, bro, if y'all make music together, mm-hmm. that should be crazy, oh, bro. Like, come on. Some you know people just honestly don't want to put their heads together. Bro, yeah. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And I love that you guys doing that because that's not what Haitian do. Trust at me, because I, I grew up, I grew up listening to um Kali Me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sick every time I listen to it because they're not together. Right I know. Now. I'm That's sick so of sad. that. Because it's like, bro, Americans know y'all music. Y'all could have been, y'all, y'all been Drake. Watching this man without Mikael Gunn, the bigger guy next to him, is just like, damn, bro. 
Y'all still raw. It's but sick. I'm his buddy. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So every time so, I'm, I'm interviewing a, a Haitian artist, I'm putting out there. It's like, bro, it's sick. Like, why are y'all not together? Y'all are the, one of the biggest groups. Like, Americans, mm-hmm. Haitian, not even uh, Haitians, Americans yeah. that mm-hmm. born here know about Kanye. That's how big y'all are. So yeah. mm-hmm. I just want to say one more thing before yeah, yeah, yeah. we close out, bro. In all honesty, there is so many people out here that have talent mm-hmm. that don't have the platform. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you mentioned my sidekick. You're not really my sidekick. You my, you know, my twin. I guess you could yeah, say, yeah, his twin. This dude <laughs> met me when I wasn't shit, bro. Mm-hmm. When I didn't have no thing on Apple Music. When I was not, you know, going to performances where I'm on a gig with Kai or performances where you know I'm playing at with performances with Jim Rama. You know, stuff like that. So it's just like he met me when I had a dry, corny Instagram mm-hmm. and I was just interested. Mm-hmm. And I DM'd him and he kind of just like, you know what, bro? Draw my label. That, that, this, that, and the third. Yep. He invited me over his house. He seen that. I was like, eh, you know what I'm saying? But hard work, that work ethic, all this kind of stuff, just to see the potential that you, like, you know, this dude can actually do this stuff. Yeah. Put me on, bro. Yeah. And then, from then and there, bro, just kind of just going forward, there's, it's just kind of just really a shout out because there's so much selfish people out here yeah. that do not care. Mm-hmm. Like, they're legit, bro. It's just like, they can see that you have the potential, but I'm not going to help you because you can steal my audience. Facts. You're going to steal my audience at the end of the day. And then when you steal my audience, my career is going to get done. But his mindset was just like, nah, bro, I'm going to market. I want to build artists. I want to do this kind of stuff. So, he, he opened the door for me, bro. And since then, bro, it's allowed me to work with known yep. people in the yeah. HMI. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, hey, man. Shout, shout out to, to Just Gert, man. man. Bro, shout out to Just Gertie, man. Yes, yes sir. Yes. But, hey, listen, we done here. Mm-hmm. But definitely appreciate you coming through, bro. And Thank you. you. Definitely the embodiment of keeping it out of the open. Right. So, yeah. 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 Like, this is the Yeah, so we definitely want to, you know, uh, bring you back, man. So, uh, yes. I don't know, Alfonso, if you have any announcements. Yeah, I want to first off, thank you for um, actually coming in and spending time nah, with us, sure, man, and sure. being authentic with yourself. I want to mm-hmm. shout out to Click House for allowing us to have this space just to verbalize and talk about certain topics. And shout out to Maki, man, our engineer. He's mm-hmm. out in the count, but he's still in the building. Snapping. So, yes, big shout out to him and Bree over there on the wing side. <laughs> Big shout out to her and everybody else that's listening and watching. We appreciate the support. Yes. Um, we want to make sure that you guys know that we have our YouTube page out. So you guys go ahead and look that out. Facts. Our goal is to get a thousand subscribers by the end of this year. So we're going to make that happen before that. Yes. So amen. just keep on the lookout for that. But we love you guys and thank you guys for listening and watching. Yeah. All right. As you can see, discussions was open and judgment was closed. Make sure you check us out in the next episode. And make sure to like, comment, and subscribe.